you control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. It's time for the Buff Show. One hundred year. Look, here's the lives. It's just it's. I mean, you think about it. And no idea what you said, Joe, but we understand the Buff Show. Deeply held by uh, by President. Stop moving that that that, that, that uh, you know. Uh, that's a teleprompter, Joe. We'll take it from here. Let's go, Brandon. Joe Brandon, I agree. And here's your host, Matt Buff. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you with us. Check out thebuffshow.com for past interviews, shows, and more, and our great sponsors on there. we got a massive monster show for you tonight, and we're continuing also with the Christmas book tour. It's a great one. We have a children's author. She was on last year. She's got a new book out. She does illustration. Ashley Belote is coming back on the show. Very, very popular. You guys are going to love that segment. Of course, we got Satellite Phone Store as well with uh, some crazy Black Friday Friday deals that you won't believe. Unbelievable. And then Crimes Against Tyranny, the movie, you got to check it out, crimesagainsttyranny.com. Lauren Stanton is on the show to talk about Casey Anthony documentary. Unbelievable. Uh, The most selfish and unbelievable kind of uh, narcissistic behavior I've ever seen. And Rosie O'Donnell bought it hook, line, and sinker. We'll get into that, too. Um, we're keeping an eye on Arizona. Katie Hobbs sued a county that didn't want to certify her an election that she's overseeing. Uh, tyranny in Arizona continues. We'll post more about that. But we're going to start today with our Freedom Foundation segment, the railroad strike, that threat of a strike shows how unions rigid rules often hurt workers and the media is all blaming the rail companies for the paid leave issue but who decides the paid leave for union workers Hmm, i'll give you three guesses and we got the perfect people to talk about that and many other things on the freedom foundation segment on the matt buff show living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Optouttoday.com is the place to go. Ashley Vonner back on the show. I didn't mean to rhyme. It is Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> now you're just getting silly, Matt. You're a poet and didn't know it. That's right. Not bad. Good to see you. How- Great to see you. Good to be back. I'm glad that you had a good Thanksgiving, as did I. And now we are definitely into the Christmas season. And boy, we've got some supply chain issues to talk about, don't we? As we are purchasing our gifts and we've got Cyber Monday past us already. And are we going to get our gifts on time, Matt? Well, that and then zero uh, COVID policy in China, they're not doing that to hurt their people. They're doing it to hurt American business. That's what they're doing. And this rail thing is a huge problem. If If this goes down, 
Um, this is this is the control we're going to talk about. If this goes down, we're in deeper trouble. And and who thought inflation can get worse? Charlie Brown, spokesperson for Freedom Foundation. Who thought it could actually get worse, but it can't. Oh, it always is. Every it seems like every holiday we have a new issue with our current <laughs> administration. Now we're going to be paying almost two billion dollars if this strike happens for the American people. Yeah, two billion dollars. Let's start with that number. Um, I'll start with you on this, Charlie. We got this article from the Daily Signal, our friends there, and I know you guys are covering this and everybody's covering this, but it starts with pay. Unionized worker pay is determined by multi-year contracts, and each contract negotiation can take months or even years, right? So the largest railroad contracts are based on contract negotiations that that began in 2014, and ran through 2019. The latest negotiations opened in 2020 and been going on for nearly two years, which means that the railroad workers haven't had a pay raise in two years. That's what that means. So when they talk about how we're the union, we're here to pay you more and take care of you, because of the negotiation, is it takes so long. That's the basis for the strike, right, Charlie? Here's something that I found super interesting uh, that Senator Loomis from Wyoming said. This strike, if it happens, this incentivizes other larger unions to not pass deals through with with our current administration. And we're going to be doing this over and over again with different unions. This is just the tip of the iceberg. If this happens, unions are going to feel more incentivized to not pass deals with their company. And we're going to be paying $2 billion as a taxpayer. And we're going to be suffering. The American people are going to be suffering. This is really scary. We're going to have problems with our water supply. Think about that. People who drink public water system like the tap water you're not gonna be able to drink tap water that's safe that's scary it is it is ridiculous i mean bottled water then will be unionized ashley then then they're gonna unionize that and can you talk about the congressional aspect of this the house passed a a, what a what is it a resolution there's two bills yes two bills There's two bills. So there's that first bill that's Biden's original plan, which was the 24% pay increase between 2022 to 2024, I believe. And there was only one paid sick day. Now that was going to pass regardless. Now then the Democrats added on a second bill that included seven paydays. Now the problem is now that it got passed in the House, both of those bills are getting taken to the Senate. And that might not pass because there's a the progressive senators do not want to make sure that the seven day paid sick days pass, and there's some that don't. And now we, we not we might not even get both bills passed. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> not to take over for Ashley, but <laughs> I'm no, very. Concerned. I I love it, Charlie. Charlie did her homework on this, so thank you for that explanation. I do want to go back and say we're not just talking about two billion dollars. We're talking about two billion dollars a day. <laughs> Every day of this strike will cost the American economy $2 billion per day. That's disastrous. We're already in economic chaos, uh, again, with the supply chain issues getting even worse. If, if they strike for, say, one or two days, it doesn't just go back to normal when they go back. It doesn't just return automatically and, oh, we catch up. That's going to reverberate across the country and throughout the economy for weeks and even months at a time, depending on how long the strike takes place if it goes into effect. It's no, really that's, scary. 
that's an excellent point right there. This does not solve the problem if they uh, if they do this. This actually exacerbates it, just like Charlie said, and, and actually that was a great point too. But when you talk about the uh, Senate, we had eight Democrats in the House and 129 Republicans vote against the legislation. And for the Democrats, it did come down to paid leave, not the 24% pay increase, but that that's a high, 24%, that's high, that's uh, but whatever. So those eight Democrats, Charlie, are just like the uh, squad, right? They want like 30 days paid leave. They don't want one or seven. They're looking for 30 paid leave for these guys, 30 days paid leave. But it's just weird how the government and the union uh, have become one here. And uh, the, now the Democrats might block it in the Senate. Yes, that's that's the problem here is that added on bill could not if, if there are some Democrats in the Senate who are not going to vote if they if they're not going to vote. Uh, what am I trying to say here? They're not going to vote if for the other bill, if they can't get the seven paid sick days. So then you have to get 10 Republicans to vote for. So it's just it's a big it's really interesting to see a lot of Democrat infighting with their number one support unions. It's crazy what's happening. Yeah, this is union fighting union, Ashley. This is what it is. The unions put these people in power and now they're now they're going against the union. Yeah, bosses. the union the union political action committees uh, since about 2018, they have been giving overwhelmingly to uh, the Democrat Party over the Republican Party. And I guarantee when Joe Biden was campaigning for president saying he was going to be the most pro-union president uh, this country had ever seen, the unions probably thought quite surely that uh, they were they were putting in place their guy and they were just going to be able to come and hold out their hand and get whatever they wanted. And now we have Joe Biden uh, leaning on Congress to force a decision upon the unions and the railway companies instead of having his people, the executive uh, board that he put together this summer, uh, that then disbanded because they couldn't get anything done. Uh, he's he's leaning on Congress to make the tough decisions because he doesn't want to be the bad guy in this. Well, because he couldn't get it done. Mm -hmm. And so now he's like passing the buck. I mean, this is passing the buck. But Charlie, unions in, in his, historically have served important roles in the private sector. But their failure to adapt to the ever-changing world of work and their propensity to act like they own workers, right? Rather than serve them has the, has resulted in things like this where it actually hurts the worker. When you think you own something, you treat it differently, treat them differently than you do if you are serving them. And, the, you know, the Freedom Foundation, we focus on public sector unions because that's your tax dollars. Now, on the private side, we don't focus on this. But what I mentioned earlier in the show with what one of the senators in Wyoming is explaining, the unions are doing this, they're going to keep doing these doing this and then things are going to have to get passed through Congress. And once it gets to Senate floor, things die at the Senate floor. We're going to get a strike that's going to happen. Bigger unions are going to feel empowered to do the same thing, strike down deals that they worked out with the administration. And we're going to keep having this issue. That's what's scary about it is it's going to keep happening. And that's going to wreck the economy for good. Yeah, Ashley, I'm the government and I'm here to help. That's the nine worst things you can hear, according to Ronald Reagan. Scariest words in the English language. Yeah. That is correct. But it's important to remember that there are only a couple of union um, holdouts here. 
there were plenty of other union members who decided they wanted to vote to accept the terms of the agreement so that they could get back to work and there wouldn't be a work stoppage and and there wouldn't be a supply chain crisis and an economic crisis. We've got a couple of holdouts here who are really going to inflict a lot of damage on the rest of the country and on the rest of the railway employees who want to remain working. Yeah, and that one of them, West Coast Ports in uh, California, that's one of the holdouts. And and I know Freedom Freedom Foundation is 100% with the uh, public sector, but we had to bring you on to get your expertise on this. Charlie, what were you going to say? I think it's four unions. There was 12 considered in the negotiations and four didn't pass it. So think about how many didn't want it to go through. That's a lot. <laughs> I, that's a small number that did not want it to go through. Yeah, four out of 12. Mm-hmm. That's a failing grade, and that's a bad batting average. And if but the you damage can't... they're going to inflict is serious, and it will be long-lasting. Yeah. I've been very afraid of this uh, for weeks. I mean, leading up to the election, we were wondering what was going to happen. Of course, they they waited until after the midterms uh, to, to really have the come-to-Jesus talks now. But um, this is something that has really been concerning to me. Um, we're going to be watching it very closely, but we just hope that uh, the two parties can come to some sort of agreement so that it doesn't have to come down to Congress. Um, it would just be nice if, I guess, uh, part of the reason why unions uh, doing all of the negotiating on behalf of an employee uh, means that the union's priorities might not necessarily be what the employee's priorities are. Uh, the employees may be willing to accept this deal uh, when it comes down to union leadership who's holding out for more. Why can't the other seven or eight to just do what they want? Why do they all have to be together on this? Well, it goes back to what we talk about with the, I would say in the public sphere of unions, there's mob rule. It's everybody yeah. has to work together. And that's something that they always talk about, no matter public or private, where one, we have to work as one, which is scary in this case. Who's the victim in this case? Besides us, the American people are going to be paying through the nose when it comes to is it Congress? Is it Joe Biden? Is it the unions or is it the worker? Who's the victim here in this situation? I would say it's the rank and level employee who uh, they are typically the ones hurt by union leadership hurting their own. The rank and file want to go back to work. The rank and file do not want uh, $2 billion a day uh, cut to the American economy. The employee wants to know that they are uh, delivering grain for livestock and um, the uh, pesticides or not whatever it is that they use to purify the water for everybody who does drink tap water to get the medicine that we need for babies. Uh, You know, we already have a shortage of medicine for young children who are sick. That's only going to get worse. No, that's an excellent point. Last word to you, Charlie, about what? What she just said, I mean, it's absolutely true because we talked at the very beginning about the raises they got in 2019. Well, even those raises have now been reversed by out-of-control inflation. Between January 21 and August 22, the average worker's annual wages increased by 3,600, but inflation has eaten away 6,600 of value, leaving the average worker $3,000 poorer despite the increase they got. I mean, what are we talking about here? 
We're talking about inflation that's affecting all of us. We're talking about over 100,000 railroad workers who I bet a majority of them just want to get back to work and work, work and try to figure out while they're working. This affects everyone. It, it's it's 25% of our grain supply. It's it, we can't even move it over to truck. We can't move it to truckers because there's a trucker shortage. So there, it has to be solved. That's what's scary. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll follow up next week and see how this plays out. But it's actually scary because, as we said, guys, on the show, if this doesn't get solved and worked out, you're talking about the rail supply chain in America. That's as real as the supply chain gets. You know, I mean, you can see it in action. That's the supply chain. And Biden's walking around mumbling speeches about 10 years ago, you guys didn't even know what supply chain was. He was he was talking to union workers who work on the supply chain. Like, they're, I mean, get this guy out of the way. Get Congress out of the way. Hopefully they can come to some deal for these guys. But it doesn't sound like it. The hard left is going to be the downfall of this deal, Charlie. The hard left is going to be the downfall of this deal. Yeah, I mean, you look at the, the Senate, there's the very progressive Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, they want him to go back to the negotiating table. The problem with going back to the negotiating table is we are going to be on a strike. That's what's scary about it. I, I keep saying scary because I'm concerned for myself. I'm concerned for my family. I'm concerned for my family's business. It's scary. It is. Really good. Ashley, we, um, we're having technical difficulties with Ashley. I wanted to give her the last word if she comes back. There's some feedback going on there, but that's okay. Um, Charlie, uh, you guys deal in the private uh, public sector more, and we really appreciate you doing the homework and the research on this. Ashley's back. We really appreciate what you do at the Freedom Foundation. I heard there's a cool website where people can go if they want to opt out and put more money back into their pocket. Ashley, where, what's that website again? That's right. It's optouttoday.com, optouttoday.com. Uh, we are in the Christmas season now, so we're telling people give yourself a Christmas bonus by going to optouttoday.com, click on your state, click on your union, fill out the quick form, and start keeping more of your own paycheck in your family's budget instead of sending it to uh, the labor leaders for their political causes. Yeah, because we, we did a big discussion on the private sector today, how that's being messed up, but we didn't even get into what's going on with teachers unions like we do every week on the Matt Buff Show on the Freedom Foundation segment. So there you go. Charlie, Ashley, God bless you. We'll see you next week, all right? Thank you. Sounds great. Thank you. Okay, we'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. A lot more to go. Stay with us. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more. Veritas Tactical. Tactical, a family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses and force on force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full time gunsmith on site, Sarah coding services, laser engraving and more mention the buff show and get a 25 dollars discount on courses you'll find veritas tactical at 207 north goldenrod road suite 200 in orlando contact veritas tactical 407-309-3000 
407-309-3000 and at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you with us. Check out Crimes Against Tyranny. You got to check out the website and watch the trailer, watch the movie, share with your friends, crimesagainsttyranny.com. Let me give you a little taste of it right here. Tired of federal agents acting like German state police, the infamous Gestapo? What about stress and anxiety over crushing federal debt and historically unprecedented mismanagement of your retirement? How about runaway inflation and price increases? Do you lie awake at night wondering if your school system is plotting to mutilate your child's genitals? Then we have the answer for you. Watch Crimes Against Tyranny, your one-stop shop for starting your very own revolution against the Democrat Party. Crimes Against Tyranny. Get the full movie and trailers at crimesagainsttyranny.com, like I said. And another documentary came out yesterday. Lawrence Stanton, great to see you, producer of Crimes Against Tyranny. Great to have you. Thank you. Thanks again. Well, it's it's always great. I know you're on the road. And uh, it's always great where you can take time out for us, talk about the movie, but also talk about what's going on in our crazy world. Because the movie... Is not only prophetic, but it's a guideline on how we perpetrate crimes against tyranny to make sure we save our democracy. Right, Lauren? Well, at least, uh, at least start. Yeah. At least start to move in that direction. Yes. It's the beginning. And there's more it's news the beginning. to come about that. But yes, it's the beginning. You know, I was watching, um, if, if, if our viewers don't remember, who Casey Anthony is. She was living not too far from where I live in Florida, and she was accused of killing her daughter, her two-year-old, Kaylee Anthony. Big Mikas. It was probably the biggest trial since O.J. Simpson. It was huge. And it was 10 to 12 years ago, and she just put out a documentary um, about how her father did everything, and she was a victim and a narcissist. Well, Lawrence, after that, Twitter blew her up, right? Everybody was blowing her up saying, you're just making excuses. It was really terrifying to watch about how she never took responsibility, even though during the trial, it, it was found out that she waited 31 days before even alerting the authorities that her daughter was missing. 31 days. And never answered the question. And she said she was under the mind control of her father. Well, sure enough, Lawrence, Rosie O'Donnell tweeted out last night. Rosie O'Donnell said, after watching the film, I believe, Casey, it was her father. I mean, that was easy. The manipulation of the left is the point of that story, Lawrence. How easily they're manipulated, whether it be COVID or just ignoring the facts about inflation or whatever, they are sheep and they fall in line. Well, you see this, uh, that, that's why Michael Moore is such a, you know, a popular guy. And that's why he's a multimillionaire is because they'll believe anything they're handed. Um, this goes back to uh, the Columbine shooting, which is pretty much one of his first documentaries. He came out and uh, the big achievement of that was they got Walmart, or I'm sorry, Kmart to stop selling uh, certain types of ammunition over the counter. You know, that was the big achievement that they had. Uh, based on that film, then they went after George Bush and the Iraq War. And if you if you're only watching 
the the media or one one aspect of the media, yeah, you're going to be influenced to a degree. Um, and I have that argument every so often with people or discussion with people is like, you know, why why do I consider myself a conservative? It's not because I was brainwashed or hogtied by my parents or driven to you know dragged to church every Sunday growing up or uh, you know spoon fed things from you know my older the older generations of my family. It was because I was actually able to put side by side, uh, you know, different policies and differentiate between the two and come to an opinion that said, you know what, that just doesn't make sense to me. Why are these people saying, saying what they are and why are these people saying what they are? So let's figure out who's lying to me because one of them is one of them is. And if you're not smart enough to figure out which one is lying to you, then you probably shouldn't be listening to either. Just shut it all off completely. Just take yourself out of the equation. And I was joking around with somebody uh, the other day, and it was, uh, listen, if you're if you're not going, you know, and I invest probably like you, 50, 60 hours a week into different types of research, uh, listening to pundits talk on both sides of these issues, and kind of figure out, you know, how my opponents think, uh, but also, you know, sharpening my own position. Um, but if you don't do that, if you don't have any care in the world, if you spend less than 20 minutes a month paying attention to the news cycle, please do not vote. Just take it upon yourself to say, you know what? I don't know enough about what's going on in America. I don't want to unduly influence things one way or the other. So I'm just going to take myself out of the equation. And that right there at the individual level would, would solve so many problems in America. Not only should we get rid of mail-in ballots and ballot harvesting altogether, but there should be a uh, just a simple test to vote, you know, Respect your right as an American citizen to vote by showing you have a brain rattling around inside your head. Just a little. I, I got I, I Here's their test. I got your test for you, man. Take a piece of paper. All right. Piece of paper. Fold it into thirds. Okay. Just thirds. It requires an 87 IQ to perform that task. Okay. So when you go vote in your ballot, you fill out your ballot, right? And then... To put it in the machine, you have to fold it into thirds within a margin of error, right? Not yeah. a half, not a quarter, not rumpled up, not just straight in. You just have to fold it into thirds. And what you do, when the people do when they're counting the ballots, they just take everything that's not folded into thirds. They don't even look at them. They just throw them out. Now, you voted, but you're too stupid for it to count. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there. for Maybe it'll catch on. We'll see. But uh, a neurologist friend of mine uh, dropped it on me, and I thought uh, I'd share it whenever I could. Yeah, no, I love that test. That would eliminate all Democrats, half the independents, and a third of the Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> At least the ones in Kentucky and South Carolina. Yeah, no offense to our listeners in Kentucky and South Carolina. You're the smart ones. We're talking about the other ones that live in Yeah, we, we, you, got, you guys got some issues we need to resolve here. It's affecting us at the national level. Yeah, we so. can't even get into California. You talk about the movie Crimes Against Tyranny. Everybody can check it out, but it that home base for what the movie's talking about is in California, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, it's going to be we're trying to make it a three part series. Uh, the part the second part is basically going to start attacking specific, you know, institutions that they that they kind of, you know, bolster up to include, though. Uh, we're going to have a chapter in there uh, about the Republican Party and uh, what rhinos are effectively doing. You know, our Kevin McCarthy's, our Mitch McConnell's, our uh, uh, Mitt Romney's, you know, John Cornyn's. 
these guys that are absolutely sabotaging every time we get some momentum going to try and at least stabilize the flood that is the, you know, the Democrat agenda. And uh, they're not doing us any favors. So uh, an aspect of that, of the second movie, we're going to we're going to dedicate to uh, the rhino Republicans. Good. I can't wait for that because it's so needed in the 2022 midterms. Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy. First of all, if you have an MC uh, to start your last name, you don't need to be in politics whatsoever. But they both took money. Scott's an Irish man. What are they even doing in this country? Yeah, we talk about the Muslims. Yeah, just get, get rid of them. Get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> but they took the, the money that was raised through the RNC, right? Hardworking people that donate to the RNC, and they funneled it into races with candidates that they would believe would keep them and get their vote to stay in the speakership. That's what they did. And it was manipulating the money and the votes of people to try to get candidates to win that would vote for them for speaker. It was a selfish move with millions and millions of dollars. That's what it breaks down to. This should have at least been a 51 seat Republican Senate and a, a plus 35 to a plus 40 in the house of representatives. Um, no, at no point in American, you could probably argue maybe in the late seventies that uh, the midterms there, you had some uh, momentum going towards the Republicans but uh, the, con the conditions in the economy would dictate that uh, you would have had an incredible showing for Republicans in the 2022 midterms. And it just wasn't there. And there's a lot of reasons why. And a lot of a lot of people were involved uh, to sabotage that momentum and to include the Republican establishment in Washington, D.C. We had record turnout in Florida and there was record turnout in Georgia, record turnout. So I, I don't know if it wasn't there. I just think there was a lot of disenfranchisement. That's a whole nother discussion. I think we had. Well, Florida so wasn't the problem. Huh? Florida wasn't your problem. You know, it was all these little friends. It was rural Colorado or rural California, uh, parts of Arizona, parts of Michigan. It was these these congressional races that were in very solid Republican areas that all of a sudden were like, how did the Democrats squeeze these out? How did how were they able to get the edge in these areas, considering that not, it's only gotten worse for these people in the last several years over under the uh, Democrat governors and uh, Democrat uh, president? It's like beat me up some more. Hit me again, Ike, as Tina Turner said. The fact that you would vote for any far left Democrat, especially in like Arizona, you talked about that. Katie Hobbs. Are you kidding me? Another basement candidate who oversaw her own election, Secretary of State oversaw her own election and then threatened to sue a county <laughs> that didn't want to certify her election. I think that just happened. She actually filed the yeah. lawsuit this morning. Yeah, she yeah. did. She, she threatened it, threat. but then she actually did it this morning, I believe. Then And who cares? Because they're not going to budge. But I'm telling you, that is insanity. The person who oversees the election sues the county for not certifying election that she was a part of and did not campaign, debate, nothing. She just figured, I'll just take it. Or I mean, well, and that was and there was the quality right there. there. Yeah. Between her and Carrie Lake, though, I mean, what was there's no way. And she would rightfully so she did not get on that stage with Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake would have destroyed her. And that's the other thing about the Democratic Party is they, they will they can never come out and defend their 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 policies or their positions publicly 
they have to rely on the rhetoric of the party, which is uh, Republicans are horrible people. Uh, we are trying to save the planet. Uh, climate change is going to destroy us. So we need all the power to prevent the planet from dying. Uh, these evil misogynist people are going to uh, they're going to shut down schools. They're going to kill gay people. Uh, they're going to put blacks back into chains. And back to your Rosie O'Donnell thing, right? At the beginning to kind of come full circle here. They believe it hook, line and sinker because they cannot put two things side by side and make, you know, an actual cognitive comparison. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And it's just unreal what we're seeing in real time. On that note, final thought to you, Lawrence. We got to run, but I tell you what, check out the movie, Crimes Against Tyranny. Great film. Part two and three are coming. Final thought on what you're seeing now that the election of 2022 is almost over. Still not done. (laughs) Uh, I I hope Arizona at least sets some sort of precedent to come after these these types of people. But... uh, you're not until you can get rid of Mitch McConnell until you can get rid of Kevin McCarthy and, uh, and others like them, you're not going to have the serious headway that we need to, uh, to start, you know, resisting these agendas. You know, we have people inside our own party that are sabotaging us and they're not just guys in the background. They're the guys in charge right now. They're the guys handing out committee positions. And, uh, that's how the two party system has uh, has sabotaged the federal government is, uh, they hand out, the people that hand out the money or they hand out the positions to the people that hand yeah. out the money. Yeah. And uh, yeah. until you can get rid of them, Kentucky, South Carolina, get your ass together, get your acts together because it's really, really hurting the rest of us right now. Yeah, exactly. You brought it full circle too. That's good. Yeah. All right. Lawrence Try. Stanton, keep up the good work, man. Excellent film. Keep up the good work. All right. Thanks again, man. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time, next week. We'll get you on next week and talk about the latest issues there. Sounds good. We will be back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? 
It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. And did you know that Black Friday specials are continuing? Cyber Monday specials are continuing with Satellite Phone Store. Great sponsor of the Matt Buff Show. All kinds of savings and deals we're going to talk about, but also why you need a satellite phone. Chris Orr, founder of Satellite Phone Store, joins us on the Matt Buff Show. Chris, I was talking to a dasher, a door dasher. And he missed an order because he was out of service. His phone uh, didn't wasn't picking up a service, and he turns out he missed an order. That's money in his pocket, Chris. We didn't talk about the delivery guys, but they need satellite phones too, man. Yeah, these days everyone does, man. You know, listen, you can't rely on the old networks, the cellular networks like you used to be able to, you know, and whether it's here in the U.S., in Florida, or around the world. Um, communications uh, networks are being strained or are being limited as we're seeing, you know, in China and we're seeing just all around the world at these days, sadly. Um, but look, a satellite phone or a Vivi stick unit, you know, uh, these units do not rely on cell towers. And that's always the thing. This is why the U.S. military uses them. This is why the first responders use them, because whatever's happening on the ground uh, it's not going to matter. The cell phone, the sat phones are going to stay connected because they talk directly to the satellites in the sky, unlike your cell phone, which relies on having a cell tower nearby. So, uh, yeah, more and more reasons every day why you know you need to have communications that are going to continue no matter what's happening. Yes, indeed, no matter what's happening. And this is Christmas time, a lot of snow, a lot of ice, a lot of stuff around the country where you get stuck out there. You want to make sure you can call somebody. And don't become a human popsicle. <laughs> yeah, no one wants that. That's not good. <laughs> like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, I, mean <laughs> to, I went to that hotel. That was scary. <laughs> Did you go there? Well, yeah, it was filmed at two hotels. One is in Oregon and one is in uh, the Stanley here in Colorado. And I've been to them both, so... I guess they shot the inside scenes at the Stanley and the outside scenes uh, in Oregon. Um, but yeah, it was quite kind of uh, pretty creepy uh, staying at both those places, but also fun. Um, I remember uh, the ghost hunters went into the Stanley hotel in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, it's uh, it, it looked, the carpet's different, but apart from that, it all looks the same. So yeah, great hotel to visit, by the way, if you're ever in town, it's in Estes park here, just North of Denver. Yeah, I'll be there after you guys are done with all your snow and winter. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Yeah, no, that's good. Now, Black Friday specials are continuing, and they're real specials, too. 
Usually when we heard Black Friday this year, it was everything reverting back to two, 2020 prices. <laughs> like right. it, was, it was funny. But we got real deals going on at Satellite Phone Store while supplies last because inventory is flying off the shelves. Talk about the phones and the bivy first. Well, we got the uh, ISAT phone too. We have a limited number now left at uh, free with activation. Activation, 99 bucks a month. You get 150 minutes that roll over. You get a free USA number. And for the Black Friday special, we're throwing a free Faraday bag, which protects you against uh, snooping or EMP attacks. So an incredible deal. But Matt, I have to say um, that this deal is even better because in January, all of the uh, the big manufacturers are putting their prices up by at least 30%. And we don't even know when we're going to get phones after this. So, you know, the zero COVID uh, policies in China are really starting to affect us again. And uh, there is a worldwide uh, shortage of uh, components. So, you know, a free phone today is not going to be free in January. You know, if we can get some in January, we're looking at a thousand bucks a phone or more. Uh, and the monthly fee is going to have to go up. So, if you want to be prepared or you want to give a gift that can save a life, uh, now is the time to do it. And just go to sat123.com forward slash Black Friday. You do need to be prepared because of a lot of activity around the world that is very dangerous. We have wars, we have rumors of wars, and we have all kinds of natural disasters. I think about those people in Alabama. Um what, 23 tornadoes, Chris? A satellite phone would have came in handy, too, to try to find loved ones and things like that. Preparedness is something you said I want us to really focus on, too. Preparedness and the gift of giving. Yeah, no, absolutely. Listen, I mean, you want to be prepared, but you also want to make sure your family, your loved ones, your kids, your friends, you know, these guys are all prepared as well, and you can contact them. So, you know, if your, if your kids have satellite phones and you have one, you can stay in touch with them. And that gives you peace of mind. And you know as well as anyone uh, what it's like to be unsure or to not know um, what's going on with your friends and family there in Florida. You know, when you have these, uh, these dreadful, you know, natural disasters, you know, that is just, uh, that's hard. That's awful. And no one wants to be in that situation. But the satellite phones keep working during any natural disaster because they don't rely on the cell towers on the ground. They talk directly to the satellites in the sky. So, you know, what a, what a great gift for your family. And say free with activation right now, but these phones are going to be, uh, you know, a thousand bucks plus uh, in the new year if we can get them. And then we have the bivy sticks, uh, you know, free with activation. Are you looking at uh, 89 95 a month? You get Galileo, you get the insurance, you get everything. Uh, and again, that allows you to send and receive text messages from your regular cell phone uh, through your little baby stick, no matter where you are, uh, no matter what's going on on the ground, you can send and receive text messages to anywhere from anywhere. So uh, two great deals we got there. And we also have uh, the EcoFlow uh, power, portable uh, power packs and power charges um, and the solar panels. They're 30 to 40% off. So I don't know what more we can do than that, but listen, these things can keep your fridge running or your whole house running, depending on what you need. And the guys that uh, the sales guys will be more than happy to walk you through that and uh, tell you what you really need and you know point you in the right direction. Yeah, there's some things. If you guys go to sat123.com slash Black Friday, you'll see the big Cyber Monday sale banner on there still going on. It's basically while these things actually last before they run out i mean up to 80 percent off i mean there's some ridiculous wonderfully ridiculous deals going on right here 
the um, Iridium 9555 you talked about, I mean, that is a huge deal. And you just mentioned the EcoFlow Delta Mini Power Station. Wow, in wintertime and natural disasters, an EcoFlow makes all the difference. 30% off, fantastic. Yeah, look, I mean, as, again, if you just want to keep your food chilled and your fridge running or you want to keep your TV, TV running or your AC, I mean, look, we've got a, a solution for everything. Um, but uh, when these disasters hit, Matt, you know uh, the power is the first thing to go out, and uh, we all rely on that power. So uh, get yourself an eco EcoFlow generator at these huge discounts. Say up to 40% off the generators and solar panels. Uh, you know, that's until uh, – that's while supplies last. And these days, supplies ain't as much as they used to be. Yeah, um, it looks like on and – and correct me if I'm wrong, but the EcoFlow can also charge your phone, Yeah. Yep, it can charge your phone, it can charge your cell phone, it can charge your laptop, you know, you name it. You can just plug anything into these devices. They're great, you know, and uh, they're portable, they're small, um, and we got a huge selection of them. But uh, give us a call, 941-841-0844. Our sales team will be more than happy to point you in the right direction and tell you what you need. English-speaking, very friendly sales team. U.S., uh, English-speaking, friendly, all the rest of it. Yep. Uh, now, we take care of our customers, Matt. You know that. We have endless videos on our website, you know, for to help you. We have uh, FAQs. We have live chat on the website, and we're open 24 hours a day. I don't know what much more we could do. <laughs> that you can't. I mean, that's physically impossible to be open more than 24 uh, hours a day. <laughs> and, and that's great. You can talk to somebody. The training videos and how to use the equipment is fantastic. The, the uses and the directions are great. I mean, everything is right there for you. User manuals, everything. So it's very good stuff. SAT123.com. Chris, give the phone number one more time. It's 941-841-0844. Well, Chris, it's the first day of December. Any Are you staying in Colorado? Are you going to hunker down for Christmas or are you going somewhere else? Well, my wife keeps tracking me, mate, so I won't be able to leave for a while. But yeah, no, we're uh, we got a bit of snow here. It's not too bad yet, um, but uh, January you know, things get uh, pretty rough around here. So, you know, we're uh, we're getting ready and we're getting prepared ourselves. We have our sat phones and our satellite internet units and our EcoFlow generators just in case, and everyone else should too. Yeah, everyone should have that in all areas of the country we're talking about because everyone's affected in one way or the other. Very good stuff. Watch the movie White Christmas. It's based on a town near you. Is it really? I didn't know that. Which which town was it? Do you know? I'd have to remember, but I remember they had to go to Colorado for the general to uh, put on this show for him, and he was struggling there at the ranch because there was no snow. And they sang the song about snow, and then the snow came on Christmas night. There you go. What a great movie. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I just gave away the ending. Yeah. What? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'll have forgotten that by the time I watch it later. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> the advantage of being old. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that movie's old, so yeah, everybody hasn't seen it. Might as well watch it now. But also, you got to see sat123.com today. Chris, thank you so much for joining us, and God bless you, man. Yeah, you tell me. Thanks so much, man. Cheers. Okay, you got it. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more. 
You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Breaking news. Bear is back. And this time his home, the Wee Tree, is full of holiday cheer for everyone but Bear. With guests like four flocking birds, three French squirrels, two spruced up cats, and a partridge in the Wee Tree. Where Will Bear finally find the holiday spirit? And you guys are like, Matt, what the heck are you talking about it's the matt buff show christmas book tour with ashley below author of many great books an illustrator of frankenstein and that book we were just talking about brand new christmas book for you guys a partridge in the wee tree a follow-up to the me tree book for kids ashley great to see you again Thank you so much for having me back, Matt. I'm really looking forward to it. You should bring me on tour with you. I can do those readings. Oh, that would be a blast. I would love it. We could also sing. We could sing. I think that would be great. <laughs> I don't know how many book deals or sales you would get if they heard me singing. So we'll just uh, let you do the singing. I'll do the reading. <laughs> it's fine. We all have different talents. It's fine. <laughs> Yes, we do. And your talent is just phenomenal. You're one of the most brilliant illustrators for children's books we've seen. And also, you're a brilliant writer, too. So talk about the new book. Well, thank you for those compliments. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun to share something that starts out as an idea in my head and manifests onto paper and into books. And yes, the the new book is right here, A Partridge in the Wee Tree. And it is a follow-up to The Me Tree, um, which was the first book in the series where all of those animal characters kind of come together. And now they are back in the wee tree for Christmas. Everyone's family is coming in for Christmas and space is getting a little tight once again in the wee tree. But it's also about the, the spirit of the season, making room for everybody to come together and just enjoying the fact that we can be together, especially after what has happened, you know, in the world the past couple of years. I think we should all be thankful for the fact that we can cram ourselves into one house for a couple days and just be together. So I'm really looking forward to sharing the book this season. Well, that's good. Now, Bear doesn't have the holiday cheer that everyone else seems to have. Is he worried about inflation? What's Bear's problem? Probably inflation, yes. He has to heat this tree house, first of all. It is winter time. That's right. <laughs> now, he learns that despite the fact that the holidays can be a little bit hectic with so many people coming together, that we should stop and be thankful for the season. And 
unbeknownst to him, all of the animals who are coming into the wee treat, they're actually preparing a, a little Christmas surprise for him that he gets at the end of the story. So that also kind of boosts his spirit a little bit to know that they were thinking about him and they weren't just, you know, coming in saying, thanks, Bear, and then doing what they what they want to do. Um, they all had this kind of master plan in mind um, to show him that how much they appreciated um, him sharing his space. Well, that's great to hear. And it's an awesome book. And the and it comes out, is it available now? It is. Yes. It actually came out back in October so that they could okay. stock all the stores for Christmas. So yes, it is available anywhere books are sold as well as online. And it came out in paperback and hardback, which was exciting. Kids books and hardback are better. Yes. There's something about holding a hardback book. It feels good. And when I was a kid, those were always the ones that I went for because they just felt so like it's just it's like the weight of them. They just feel so good. And that's why I was really excited that I, I got a hardback and paperback, too. Um, the nice thing about the paperback is it retails for a little bit less. So you can buy more copies for all of your family members. <laughs> that's right. Yes, yes. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun to share it. And it's just so neat to see your book in a bookstore. I'll tell you. There is no feeling like that in the world. <laughs> what age range would you say your target market is for these books? They're four to eight. Okay. Um, the, the nice thing with these, um, so these are what are called bridge books. So they are fully illustrated picture books, but they are written with a lot of sight words and they're designed for the emerging reader. So if you've got those kids at home who are starting to read sight words on their own, you know, they're kind of bridging. That's why they're called bridge books. They're bridging that gap between picture books, early chapter books, eventually chapter books, and then on and on. So it's nice because it is, again, fully illustrated. So they still get that visual quality that they need. And I mean, I'm an adult and I read picture books for enjoyment because I like them. So that's fine too. <laughs> but yeah, it's those, those ages are really good because it, it gets them excited about reading a book on their own because they can make it through because they the word count is lower. Um, and like I said, lots of sight words in there, plus a few larger vocabulary words to help them kind of broaden their their range of words at that point, too. And then, you know, that's when they can ask somebody like a parent or a guardian or whoever is with them, a teacher at the time who's reading the book. Uh, you know, they can say, what's this word? And then we learn how to sound it out. So there's a lot of different angles um, that you can use this book for. Now, that is great. They can learn something and get educated while having fun. My youngest just started um, middle school. He's a sixth grader. So we're pretty much done with sight words. Yeah. Remember, I had to read all those words, everything that ended in and, band, <laughs> hand, band, and all that stuff. So I remember the bridge and I remember the sight words very well. Yeah. So these are great for kids to do. Now, you're yeah. also working on a new project. Yes. And, and before we get into that, though, I want to remind people, last time you were on, we were talking about Listen Up Luella. That dropped in June after we discussed. How's Listen Up Luella doing? Yes, she is doing great. She is right here as well. She has been out in the world since June and doing very well. Uh, I'd got to do a lot of summer events with Luella. Um, I went to the American Library Association Conference in Washington, D.C., and was able to take the book there. And uh, it was really neat. I got to go to the Macmillan booth and took my picture in the Macmillan booth with my book. It was so neat. <laughs> and I did the cool. same thing with the Me Tree at the Random House booth. It was at the Penguin Random House booth. 
it was really neat. And uh, but yeah, Luella's been doing great. Lots of school visits, um, lots of summer camps because summer camp is part of the narrative in the story. So got to do some camp groups and so much, so much reading and so much drawing with kids. Oh my gosh, it's just it's been great, especially again after COVID when we couldn't do those things in person as much. So this has been a very special year. Like Bear, you appreciate it more now that you can that now that you can do those in-person visits. So I bet those yeah. kids loved it. And you give them autographed copies there or how does that? Oh work? yeah. Oh yeah. I will sit and sign a book for anybody who wants one for, I love to do book signs. I draw a little character in the book and it's just, <laughs> it's so special. Like I have a few signed books that I got, you know, from when I was a kid and, you know, recently now as an adult too. And there's just something special about an autographed book, you know? So I, I oh, love yeah. it. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, all the books from the authors that have been on the show, and I don't see an Ashley book up here that's autographed. I got Dennis Prager's autographed book up here. <laughs> you know, I, so we're gonna have to work out something to get Ashley signed book on the Buff Show bookshelf. Yes, that is. See, Christmas just in time for the holidays. You need this book gift, absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know what my family would think if I got a children's book in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's fine. This is, I was actually, I was doing a book signing um, at the Greenbrier Resort in West Virginia um, last weekend. And I had a, a group of adults. It was like grandparents with their um, adult grandchildren. And it was, it was a neat, it was a really neat family. And they bought the book to read with their adult children because they just thought it was funny. So it can appeal to all ages just because, you know, the word count and the, you know, the reading level is four to eight does not mean the enjoyment has to stop at that age. <laughs> well, I think my reading level might be at four to eight sometimes. Well, then you're in luck. <laughs> Sight words, my friend. Sight words. <laughs> Sight words. Back to the bridge. Very yeah. good. Now, this summer, you have a new book coming out. Let me go yes. back to it here, which is exciting because Halloween's my favorite time of year. And you got the witch and the wombat coming out. And I believe that is this summer, correct? Yes, it is. And I actually just did the cover reveal post earlier this morning. So you can go, it's out in the world now. You can see the you can see the cover everywhere. It's loaded onto all the retail sites. And it is a really fun story that I actually got the idea for while I was doing a lot of my graduate study. And so I got this idea back in like 2013. It was one of my very first picture book ideas. And the fact that it is now coming to fruition is very exciting. Um, and it's it's all about a little girl witch named Wilma. And she is so excited to get a cat to take to school because, you know, every witch needs a cat. So she goes to the pet store and she opens the door and the clerk says, oh, we're sold out. All we have is a wombat. Enjoy. <laughs> so she has to learn that sometimes things do not always go according to plan. And but that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes things can turn out even better than expected. So it has a nice a nice moral and a nice friendship spin to it as well. Well, that's great. That sounds like a fun story. And yes, yeah, sometimes things don't go as planned. Yeah. Isn't that That's always breaking fun? news? Yes, it is. <laughs> but luckily, you can find out how to deal with it when you read Witch and Wombat next year. <laughs> that seems like it'll hit on the 4th of July. Yep, yep. They're stocking it throughout the summer, so it'll be ready for Halloween come September, October. So I'm going to I'm going to be doing a lot of events next fall. 
Um, September, good. October is kind of the sweet spot for, for those books of that season. So I am so excited for Halloween. I'm definitely dressing up as Wilma or Wombat. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll try both. <laughs> well, you haven't dressed up as Wilma before? No. No. I have not. I have dressed up as Victoria Franken from Frankenslime. That was fun. <laughs> yes, I did a school visit this past Halloween and got to dress up as Victoria Franken and go in and do some some drawing and reading with the kids. It was it was a blast. Halloween is just the best, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it is. It's the best. And this this year you'll be dressing up. Well, you're not sure yet. Maybe Wilma or the Wombat. The Wombat mm. might be tougher than than the witch. For sure it will be. Maybe maybe <laughs> I should be Wilma and my husband can be Wombat. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even know this yet, but you're gonna have to tell him later. You're Wombat at the school events in the summer oh, camp. Lucky you. Not everybody gets this. This is exciting. <laughs> that's great. Awesome. I want everybody to check out ashleybelote.com. Now that's Ashley S H. I'm sorry, A-S-H-L-E-Y-B-E-L-O-T-E.com. Ashleybelote.com. We got the links on the buffshow.com and also on the Buff Show Christmas Book Tour 2022. When you're there, click on the Instagram gallery. You can see all the things we're talking about. You can also click on books and get your books right from the website. And then there's contact information, portfolio, and you can also re request a speaking event. And you'll go anywhere in the country, yeah, Ashley? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I can do in-person or virtual events. I'm completely open to everything. My my goal is to get books into the hands of as many kids as possible and to let as many kids as possible know that you can be an author or an illustrator or both when you grow up and it is a career. It is an, a real job. You can do this and because you just don't hear about it as much. So that's part of my my advocacy and just supporting literacy and the arts is is a big thing too. So yeah, I'm I'm up for visiting schools, um, Girl Scout troops, after school programs, church groups, anybody who wants to to hang out and draw and read, right here. I'll, I'm coming to you. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And we would prefer books like these in the schools that pertains to other things we've been talking about on the show. But yes, <laughs> Ashley, any last books to hold up before we go? Did we hold them all? I did. Yes. I'll hold this one again, just because it is the Christmas book. So Partridge in the Wee Tree, um, like I said, it is available anywhere books are sold. There's also links to everything on my website, um, like you just said. So yes, I'm very excited. And it's it's really it was really special to work on a Christmas book. There's something special about reading those books. And there was definitely something special that went into making it. So it was a great time. Well, it looks like a really fun book. The cover art is remarkable. So keep up the great work and we'll talk to you soon after The Witch and the Wombat comes out. That sounds great, Matt. Thank you so much for having me on again. I really appreciate it and everything that you do on your show. It's great. Oh, thank you so much. All right. You take it easy and have a Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you too. And Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Thanks for having me. Yes, indeed. We'll be back next time on the Matt Buff Show. Check out... Go to thebuffshow.com and search Christmas Book Tour 2022. Fantastic content, including Ashley right there. We'll see you next time. Stay smart out there.